This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. Laugh it up, fuzzball. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Here goes the last DJ. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another brand new episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Wednesday, March 3rd. We are your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy world. I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Tony Sanfilippo. Tony, how are you doing this morning? Doing well, got uh, some good rest, even being back to work, uh, was able to fall asleep rather easily last night, and uh, maybe the uh, time change hasn't set well with me yet, I don't know, because um, it's uh, two hours, uh, I was just two hours ahead when I was out in Florida, but uh, I digress, I'm doing good this morning, how you doing, buddy? You know, doing well, slept well, got up on time, got ready for the show, and uh, you know what, it's the middle of the week, and it just passed by like that. Yeah, that's a that's a good thing. Exactly. Well, folks, let's go ahead and kick things off the way we do each and every day with a question for my co-host. Tony, I'm going to ask you to put on your hypothetical hat because I know this wouldn't be you. But say you were stupidly driving drunk. You get pulled over. Officer asks you out of the vehicle. What do you do? Uh, ask him to give me a crisp high five like the time I did at our high school reunion. <laughs> you remember that? I was drunk I and I apparently tried to high five a cop and uh, the ex-wife was really annoyed and pissed with me. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, hypothetically, yeah, you got to remain calm, right? You always want to play cool because, like, if you do stupid things, I'd assume you'd be like, I got this. Just going to be Ted Mosby and just chill. <laughs> so... Um, but yeah, no, let's just be funny. I'll ask for a Chris Pie Five and then I'll end up in the, uh, I'll walk the line, fail, and, uh, go to jail and have a lot of fines. Exactly. But for the most part, you know, you listen to what the officer says, you follow the instructions because you don't want to get in more trouble than, uh, you're already in, right? Yep. Yep. Play it cool, man. Play it cool. (laughs) Hope for the best because you could, it could go real bad real fast. So, well, you know who didn't play it cool? (laughs) <laughs> this person that you're about to tell us about oh definitely so a johnstown woman is facing charges after kicking a pennsylvania state police trooper oh. while intoxicated according to a criminal complaint troopers say they were called saturday regarding a dispute at a home on railroad street in south fork borough troopers say they arrived at the home and found 51 year old loretta woodruff to be substantially intoxicated they say Wood was injured and claimed that she had, was punched by a man at the home. However, troopers say her injuries were not consistent with being struck. The man told state police Woodruff had fallen down the steps, and troopers say Woodruff's injuries were consistent with falling downstairs. 
State police say EMS personnel were called to the scene. Officials say Woodruff had a head injury, and due to her level of intoxication, she was unable to refuse treatment. Troopers say they were escorting Woodruff out of the home when she said, watch this, and kicked the trooper in the chest. Woodruff has been charged with aggravated assault. The complaint says she's being lodged in the Cambria County prison after being unable to post bail. I want to see webcam or uh, a body cam footage of that. Did she drop kip- <laughs> kick him in the chest? Did she roundhouse him? Uh, you know, judo what, chop. <laughs> I guess it'd be judo kick, but uh, oh man, that's that's insane. It's nuts, but uh, you know what? People do stupid stuff when they're drunk, right? I uh, dude, yes, I've I've been there. Never where I wanted to judo chop a cop and. You didn't pay the price. Oh, definitely. Most definitely. Yeah, but, but yeah, as, as Mike Tyson say, we all do dumb shit when we drunk. <laughs> oh, Especially wait, Mike Tyson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's the spinal. Spinal? <laughs> it's always the spinal. Well, it's folks. Spinal. It is Wednesday. We have a wonderful show lined up for you today. Let's talk about today's show, shall we? Hump Day! Yeah! It is hump day, as we we do on Wednesdays. We have Words Are Hard. We have a segment called Non-Parents Just Don't Understand. Our call-in topic today is Your Nerdiest Obsession. We have a segment called What's in a Name. We close out the show with This Day in History, and Tony is up next with the entertainment news. Folks, do not go anywhere. We will be right back. Ooh, yeah, let me tell you something right here, uh-huh. It's the Loot Crate subscription box, yeah, full of exclusive loot. Fun surprises delivered to your door every month. Just pick up your favorite geeky genre, daddy. <laughs> From the original Loot Crate, the Loot Crate DX collectible boxes, dude. Cowabunga! To the Loot Gaming video game box. Woohoo! Wowzers! With crates starting as low as $11.99 per month, those are facts just about for all collectors. To get your geek on, head over to phoenixmedia.us forward slash loot crate and claim your exclusive offer. That's F E N I X media.us forward slash loot crate. Great Scott! Snap into a loot crate, dig Everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. Now, we have a little thing called the Phoenix Line. It is our 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week voicemail line, giving you guys the opportunity to chime in on anything whatsoever. Maybe you drop kicked a police officer in the chest. We want to know about it. Give us a call at 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O or 855-336-4973. All we ask is that you keep it entertaining. We'll compile those together, put them out in a future show. Now it is the second segment of this show, and that means Tony is here with the entertainment news.
Good morning, everybody. It is the Filippo Fast Five for Wednesday, March 3rd. T.I. is not returning for Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. So he was one of the, uh, what was the little people that helped, uh, um, my brain's farting. We'll just move on. <laughs> Constance Wu, uh, Constant Wu joins Chris Pratt in Amazon thriller series The Terminal List. Adam Wingard's Face Off will be a direct sequel to the original. Green Lantern TV series uh, for HBO Max begins production this April. Green Lantern! And Netflix nabs Liam Neeson action thriller movie in record $18 million deal. So I guess taking 10, 11, 12, they'll be coming to Netflix. So that is the uh, Filippo Fast Five. Now let's uh, roll on to the entertainment news let's go bob oh yes let's go indeed sorry um after we transferred over from zoom to the other now it's like getting my footing of where to quit <laughs> which kind of, kind of throws me off a little but that's okay i digress you guys don't need to know that stuff uh but now yeah, you do um so 2020 was a difficult year for many businesses especially movie theaters and 2021 isn't getting off to the best start for the businesses either Granted, there's light at the end of the tunnel with vaccines starting to roll out, but it's still going to be a tough year for theaters, including the Texas-based Alamo Drafthouse Cinema, which offers dine-in services, comfortable and spacious seating to customers. Uh, the chain to this morning just filed for Chapter 11, oh. and the bankruptcy filing is a part of an asset purchase agreement with Altamount Capital Partner and affiliates of Fortress Investment Group. Fortress is a new backer, but Altamount is a previous investor, and the agreement includes substantially all of its assets. Alamo Drafthouse says the operations will continue as normal and that the Chapter 11 process and sale will give it the capital needed to stay open and continue those operations. The pandemic left many of its 40 locations closed, and hopefully things improve through the year. Those locations can reopen safely with the necessary funding. Founder Tim League will stay with the company and is a part of the lender group buying Alamo's assets. He became the company's executive chairman in April. Uh, Shelly Taylor, who's currently running the company as the CEO, um, she will still be there too, I guess it says. So, uh, Part of the agreement is to close down several underperforming locations and restru restructure lease obligations. Alamo Drafthouse is requesting the bankruptcy course to approve a 75-day timeline for the transaction process and 20 million debt in possession credit facility um in 2019 alamo draft house had one of the most successful years and it expanded uh even here in colorado we got one down in westminster that year um but with the theaters uh so it looks like many theaters are still closed but theaters can finally reopen in new york starting on march 5th and that might be the case for los angeles sooner or later those are two of the biggest markets which still haven't been open this entire time and i know texas just announced that they i mean to much controversy that they're going to be opening up everything so uh you know hopefully that'll get people to go to the theaters i mean well, it just sucks i mean i'm surprised like new york and la haven't allowed theaters to be open with restrictions like everybody else well california for a while did or at least orange county um early on during the lockdowns they had reopened theaters to you know certain restrictions certain seating arrangements 
And it was working out well. You know, I had taken the boys, but uh, on the last trip down to Southern California, everything was closed. There was nothing to do whatsoever. So, uh, you know, it's nice to see that they're going to be opening again. Hopefully it'll help theaters a little bit. And there's a lot of new movies that are going to be coming to theaters here soon as well. Yeah, you got like this week, I know I said in the box office report uh, yesterday, but you have Raya and the Last Dragon coming this week, Chaos Walking, SpongeBob, Sponge on the Run. Those are just three of the bigger movies that will actually come out this week. So, And in the next couple of weeks, you've got Godzilla vs. Kong. Um, you know, there's there's going to be a whole slew of movies that are rolling out, and so hopefully we'll go back to yeah. a little bit of normalcy and, when it comes to the good. theaters. Fingers crossed, like Black Widow still has not been pushed back. That's still on target for May. So uh, it's uh, two months away. We shall see. But, uh, you know, the Alamo Draft House, that's uh, one of those. I, I don't know. You Have you ever been to one? I've never been to one. Uh, I've always wanted to go. But, uh, you know, they're mostly down in Texas. There's yeah. a couple in California, but haven't been to those. Uh, I'd yeah. love to check them out. I love the business model. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, I was a huge fan of the one in uh, Westminster that I got to go to, and uh, fingers crossed that it stays afloat. So that's uh, that just was this morning's news. I just saw that uh, right before we got on air, so I decided to add that um, to kind of go with entertainment stuff. Um, but like you said, we do have uh, movies and all kinds of stuff coming out, but we also got TV shows, um, which seem to be um, lots of those coming out. Well... So announced yesterday at Hasbro's Investors Day uh, revealed a glimpse of Hasbro's plans over the next few years in realms of television, animation, movies, games, and toys from the looks of things. Hasbro is going to be quite busy. They recently revealed the first look at the Transformers animated series, which we talked about yesterday, and the upcoming My Little Pony movie, which we know you're excited about. Oh, yeah! <laughs> but I know Pinkie Pie. Settle down. <laughs> they also revealed the number of unscripted projects currently in development for several of their iconic board games in Toyland. They've developed a baking show based on Candyland. Okay. Hasbro revealed that they are doing unscripted and competition shows based on Monopoly, Mousetrap, Easy Bake. You gotta make a show about Easy Bake. Oh, <laughs> Nerf. Like, uh, I could see that Nerf could be like a kid's American Gladiator. Oh, that would be so Op- cool. Operation and Play-Doh. If my mom was still alive, Operation would scare the crap out of her. When we were kids, mm. freaked her out when you touched the metal thing. And it's like, Rrr! like she hated that. Like she's like, ah! she was always surprised. Yeah, always surprised. Like it never, it never threw her off. It's like, mom, you touched the metal with the stupid little thing. It's gonna go off. Like the little wishbone. Good luck getting that damn right. thing. Right, you know? that one was always yeah. the worst. It was a pain in the ass. Every time you do it, it just rolls. So yeah, so there'll be some competition shows. Uh, Play-Doh, they're also going to do some kind of competition show where people try to build certain objects that come to mind, though it could be something else. Operation will be in similar vein with players to make their way through the area, avoiding obstacles while also not touching the edges of the board. Kind of like a double dare obstacle course, maybe. Just less messy. As long as they've got the big nose that they can stick the arm up. Yes, that would be great. Monopoly seems geared towards more of the traditional game show model, while Easy Bake is going to just be uh, what they can do, gourmet items in an be- Easy Bake oven. Oh, <laughs> Cooking gourmet items uh, with a light bulb. They are just stretching. They're like, we yeah, have they toys. Let's, let's make a show based on this <laughs> toy. It's a, it's a pog. Let's do a show about people playing pogs. Ooh, that's a slabber. 
Uh, on the film side, projects in development uh, include the G.I. Joe origin story Snake Eyes. There's another Power Rangers reboot, Dungeons and Dragons, Magic the Gathering, Christian's My Little Pony film, two Transformer projects, and another film in the Bumblebee universe. And then another animated feature film. So lots going on at Hasbro. Does any of that excite you? Like, I know Transformers stuff does. I, I'm a big Hasbro guy to begin with. Obviously, Transformers is my favorite of all time. But uh, I heard they're working on a live-action Lady J television, you know, G.I. Joe series, which is exciting. Um, these reality shows sound ridiculous, aside from the Nerf one. If it's a kid's American Gladiators, I'm all about it. Yeah, but I can see all this ending up on Paramount Plus, by the way. Totally. But uh, their movie projects sound uh, exciting. Yeah, Snake Eyes looks pretty good. Uh, the still shots we uh, got to look at uh, early last year. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that could be good. Um, looks like Netflix has ordered a new Terminator animated series. With the last Terminator movies having underperformed at the box office. Hasta la vista, baby. Um. They were designed to start a new trilogy. However, since it bombed, they have to go a new route because they obviously want to keep the franchise alive. Um, but there are many tran- or more almost a Transformers, <laughs> more Terminator projects to look forward to. Variety learned that there's going to be a Terminator anime series, and that'll be coming to Netflix. Not sure what Netflix is all about in their animated series. Lately. They really I'm not saying animated, but it's anime. Yeah, it's like what they did with Castlevania. They've got a couple other video game projects that are coming out in that style. Not a huge fan of anime, but yeah. you know, it, it's cool properties. But you know, they should do a Terminator live action TV series. I mean, live action TV is seems to be where it's at right now. You can tell. Full complex stories. Just look at WandaVision, how good that is. You know, a full story told over eh, roughly six hours. Why not do that with all the major properties? Yeah, I, I, uh, I agree 100%. Because they did it before streaming was a thing. You remember the Sarah Connor Chronicles? Those were That was pretty damn good. Oh, that's right. That was on yeah. Fox. That was, that was a really good show where it focused on uh, what happened after Judgment Day. And then uh, Summer Glow played like the... The, the helpful Terminator didn't have anything to do with Arnold, but still kept, you know, Sarah Connor and John Connor in there. That was a good show. It didn't last long, but it was entertaining while that was on. Um, the anime thing kind of seems weird. I'm picturing like cutesy anime, like uh, like a like a rosy cheek Arnold like, with like with X eyes and like like that moving mouth that anime does. Ah, get to the chopper! Don't power- worry, I'll be back! And like how they yell really loud. A Powerpuff version of Arnold. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry, get to the chopper. I'm so cutesy. Come on, Sarah. Check out my big revolver. I'll be back. Like, I picture that. Maybe they should do something <laughs> like that. And that, It might be entertaining. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, you know, you've got all that to look forward to on Netflix. And I, I'll save these other two stories I was going to save, but now we're getting a little close to the time. Um, so let's just go ahead and roll to the birthdays. Why not? Fair save, enough. Save the other stuff. So. It's my birthday! Oh, yeah. It's the birthdays again. And today's birthdays um, will be the American baker and reality star of the TLC series Cake Boss and the spinoff show Kitchen Boss, Buddy Valastro. I probably butchered his name. Valastro is probably what it is. 
is 44. I was like, who's going to eat all this cake? And I was making cakes. Who's going to eat all these cakes? Like every episode, that's all I ever said. <laughs> who's going to eat all this cake? Uh, actress who played the role of Claire Dumphy on the hit sitcom Modern, Ca- Modern Family also played Virginia Vignette in Happy Gilmore and Violet Va- Valentine in Hubie. Hubie Halloween. Uh, Julie Bowen is 51. Still very pretty, too. 51. Uh, she started I Now Pronounce You Chuck and Larry alongside Adam Sandler and Kevin James. She was also in Seventh Heaven, and she married some unknown pop singer named Justin Timberlake. I've never heard of that guy. Nope. But Jessica Beale's 39. Um, star wide receiver selected by the New Orleans Saints in the second round of the 2016 draft set. Rookie franchise records and receptions, receiving yards and touchdowns, only to burn you in fantasy football in year number two. Michael Thomas is 28. Famous for his hit song, Funky Cold Medina and Wild Thing. He also played Emilio in Ace Ventura, Mr. Tone Loke. He's 55. And that's your celebrity birthdays for March 3rd. Happy birthday. Well, folks, that does do it for the entertainment news. When we come back, it is Wednesday, and we like to go over words are hard. So don't go anywhere. We'll be back after these messages. After these messages. We'll be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. Now, we are all over social media with many of you watching us as we speak on Facebook Live or YouTube Live. Now, if you want to get a hold of me on social, I'm available at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. That's Christian with a K, Phoenix with an F, radio, of course, with an R, or on Instagram and Twitter at Phoenix Media Radio. Tony's available at facebook.com forward slash Tony.sanfilippo. That's S A N F I L I P P O dot nine four, or on Instagram at Tony.sanfilippo81. Now it is Wednesday, and as we like to do on Wednesdays, we like to talk about the English language and sort of the weirdness and the intricacies of what we've all grown up speaking, but uh, don't quite understand with a uh, segment that we call Words Are Hard. So now we've done this in the past where, uh, you know, people are looking for the right word to say, and when you're in the moment, sometimes it's just on the tip of your tongue, but you can't quite grasp what you're trying to say, so you can come up with something completely different. We're going to go ahead and run down 21 people who forgot the word and just made something up to try and get it across. For instance, this one from user Snot King, of all names, okay? Oh, yeah, the Snot King, let me... Hack a loogie in my hand and shake your hand, my friend. Mmm, yummy. I'm the snot king. You want a chocolate-covered pretzel tone? All right, so (laughs) reaching out to somebody says, do you ever get, like, water hungry? To which somebody replies, you mean thirsty? Yeah, water hungry. (laughs) No, I've never heard of that one. That's uh... (sighs) a... I'm water hungry. I'm a little raspy. It makes sense, though. You know, it's uh, water hungry, thirsty. 
Now my tum tum's full of love. <laughs> Let's keep moving on. Uh, this next one from Good Hair Person says, I forgot the word for match earlier today, so I googled fire on a stick. I have two degrees in English. Sometimes you just can't find those words, you know? It's uh... just... And the funny it's thing... It's tough. It's just there, but it's not there. Yeah. And, you know, often the words or the phrase that you come up with to uh, take its place is much longer than the actual word itself. Right. Just the way it goes. Well... It's kind of like when I was trying to think of who T.I. played in Ant-Man, my brain just went, again? Come on. We just dance. That's okay. Because I didn't have it brought. I didn't have it brought up. I don't know his character's name. I know who he is in the movie, but that was it. It's the way it goes sometimes. It's just. It was just tough. Let's keep moving on. Words are hard. Oh, you're gonna love this username, Tony. The Dick Lord Levi. Oh, the Levi. He is the Dick Lord. Sometimes the Richard, he wears the Levi jeans and he gets his 509 fly because he's a dick lord. <laughs> Says, so we have an Italian exchange student at our school and he and I were hanging out and he saw a pony and he tried to show me, but he didn't know what it was called. So he just pointed at it and said, look at the compressed horse. And then he just grinned at his complete understanding of the English language. <laughs> Was it little Sebastian? <laughs> fly, Sebastian, fly. He's, he is Pawnee's, uh, Pawnee's favorite little little pony. It's funny because uh, you bring up Parks and Rec, and it may resurface a little bit later in the show. Just oh, saying. All right, I like it. Just saying. Little uh, tease there, little tease. Here's one we've mentioned before, but it's always worth re-mentioning. No username, just an exchange. It says, uh, okay, so I had to explain what a skunk was to my coworkers, and I finally couldn't do it with my big words. So I said, black and white fart squirrel. I regret my choice of words, but they got it. Well, it's a fart squirrel with a reverb fart tonight. It's an you know, accurate representation. I, I, know a, I know a person that has a skunk for a Seriously? Yeah, it's creepy, dude. Has it been de-stinkified? Yeah, de-stinkified, yeah, but still, it like got near me and I was like, Bleh. I heard that they're very sweet, you know? That's... Very cat-like. That, yeah, that's why she has it, um, but it was uh, not something I expected to see. <laughs> but uh, I'll remain... They'll remain nameless on this show in case they listen, but yeah, it was a little weird. <laughs> Well, different, let's... different. Maybe not weird. It's just different. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, let's keep moving on with words are hard. We're talking about people who are looking for the right word, just can't find it, so they make something else up. For instance, URL Squatter says, I forgot the word reindeer today, so I described them as Christmas llamas. I can see that. Yeah, absolutely. Hey there, little Christmas llamas. What the are you doing <laughs> Christmas llama? Now, with words are hard, sometimes, you know, people don't realize that they haven't found the right word. And, uh, you know, they put it out there just in its total wrongness. For instance, this from a user called Bubbles. Hey, Bubbles! <laughs> says, oh, <"D> boy! <laughs> Do you know how sexy it is when he teases you in bed with a bird leaf? 
To which somebody replies, oh my God, she met Feather. Somebody has to bring me an inhaler. Hey girl, I just want to give you a massage, tickle you with a bird feather. Or wait, I messed bird up. Bird leaf. <laughs> bird leaf. You got to tickle you. <laughs> you know, you know, sometimes the hard jokes are hard too. That's all right. A little bird, little bird leaf here. It's from the most exotic of bird trees. I'll tickle your toes with it. Ooh. Let's get weird, Mama. <laughs> Moving on with uh, words are hard. People looking for the right word just can't seem to find it. For instance, uh, this Google search for three-color Halloween thing, to which uh, Google is good. It popped up with the correct word, candy corn. You know, the thing, it's like waxy, and it sticks to your teeth, kind of, and it's it's around Halloween. It's three thing. colors. It's three colors. But realistically, isn't it like two colors? No. I guess there could be brown. Is it brown, white, and orange? It's uh, white orange and no it's white yellow and orange oh, at least okay. the traditional ones are yeah because they do have ones with the brown right too. they do yeah i think those are yeah. chocolate flavored oh where do you stand on candy corn tone nah i know a lot of people like it it's they're okay i like they're it it's kind of wax they're just kind of waxy things yeah they're not yeah. not terrible but i'm also not a sweet tooth guy so good point i i couldn't do them all year around but for halloween bring them on yeah. What? I will say, though, there was in Florida these, uh, somebody bought these gummy bears, and they were like, I, they started with an A, and they were very tropical flavored. Oh, they were freaking good. They were soft. They were so soft. <laughs> but you can't remember what they're called. So flavorful. Uh, I can't pronounce the name of it. They start with an A. All right. All right. I'll, lo- I'll look it up while you tell us that. Well, that's perfect for words are hard because we're talking about people who can't quite remember the right word. For instance, Ren Pai says, my girlfriend is German and she forgot the word for slug. So she asked me, how do you call snails without homes? Uh, you, you just call them uh, slugs. That's what they're. It's Albanese. Uh, Albanese worlds. Uh, all right. Gummy bears, delicious. Were were they special them? gummies or were they? No, they yeah. were just regular gummies from Costco. All right, all right. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, my friend bought them. Yeah, and then of course, yesterday, just had the whole bag still here. I'm tired of eating them. They're yours. I'm like, I don't want them all. Just as long as they're not the sugar-free one. No, I think there's sugar in them. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. The sugar-free will will give you the the runs for days <laughs> let's keep good to know let's keep Gummy moving bears, on the more you know exactly we're talking words are hard people can't quite find the right word for instance this one Ooh. twitter user dawson trash says i forgot the word hey, for dawson. i forgot the word for syrup so i called it pancake sauce that's not a, that's not a bad way to call it you know it's the cream of the crop i want to put it on my pancake me some of the pancake sauce real sticky icky sugary goodness smother it on my butter yeah i like it (laughs) (laughs) Uh, more than just slim jims he likes that pancake sauce i like the pancakes i do i do let's keep moving on words are hard this from uh twitter user aglia Aglieogem. Julia Gulia. Your name's going to be Julia Gulia. <laughs> Agula Fagula. Says, so English isn't my dad's first language, and he forgot the word for pimple, so he just looked at me and pointed at my forehead in mild alarm. 
That could scar you, you know. My little nephew, well, he's not so little no more, he's taller than me. But when Eric was little and I had that big ass mole that was right there, like it had its own zip code, <laughs> and he would just like, he's like, ba, ba. I'm like, okay, this this has got to go. We've all been there. It's uh, nope. <laughs> mole, mole, mole. Mole, dude. Finally, in words are hard. My favorite of the list. Twitter user Artesian says, "Yes, I forgot the word for condom, and I just wrote. I was wearing a latex dick wrap." <laughs> when the dick lord Levi wears the dick wrap, you know that things are going down in Pound Town. <laughs> Folks, that does it for Words Are Hard on this Wednesday. When we come back, we've got a segment called Non-Parents Just Don't Understand. Folks, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. Well, folks, we have reached the final segment of the first hour of this episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. But don't fret, there's still plenty ahead with our second hour, including our call-in topic of your nerdiest obsessions. Now, if you missed a portion of the show or you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, it's easy enough to do so. Head over to phoenixmedia.us, click on the show's link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there, you can get video, you can get audio as well, or head over to wherever you get podcasts, whether it's Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, about 20 in all. While you're there, be sure to subscribe. That way you always have the latest episode. Leave a review, let us know what you think, and tell your friends because sharing is caring. Now, in this segment that I've titled Non-Parents Just Don't Understand, we're talking about uh, parents versus non-parents and those certain things that uh, only parents uh, seem to go through that non-parents, well, just don't understand. Now, Tony, you're an uncle, you know, both to my kids, to, uh, you know, your ex's uh, niece and nephew. Do you get to that point where you're just happy to hand them back to the parents after a certain period of time? Because it's mostly their responsibility. Uh, when I was, when the boys were younger, yeah. Um, there was times when sometimes they'd get a little too rowdy or they'd wear you out. Because they were, like, nonstop energetic, you know. Um, nowadays, no. I'd love to spend any time I can get with them. But, yeah, when we were younger, uh, or when they were younger, um, definitely it was nice where you're like, oh. Like, if it was a bad day. Like, if we had the nieces... And then the nieces were like, and there was like three of them, and it's like, I hate you, you're mean, and bored. And then you're like, oh, good, bye. Here you go. So, like, yep, so that was, so that's fun. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, the, those, there was definitely certain times. It was usually when they were cranky, tired, or bored. It seemed to be like, when they weren't energetic, energetic and having fun, and then it was like that. So the boys never really got too bad like that. I don't recall, but the girls did. The girls, I definitely at times was like, "Yeah, bye, bye." Well, and that's what we're talking about. Is you know, if you're a non-parent, you can always just hand them back, and you're not uh, you know used to the the having them all day every day. So we're gonna run down a list of uh, things that non-parents just don't understand. For instance, 
This one that says, Once, my child-free friend asked me if my 18-month-old would sleep in the next morning because it was Saturday. I laughed so hard. <laughs> yeah, kids don't sleep yeah. in, sleep especially in. if it's the weekend. No. They don't care. They don't know. They're up early. No. Yeah. They get up. <laughs> Moving on. up early all the time. Oh, yeah. Especially mine. I mean, at 5 o'clock that... You like... Go back to bed. I know, I know. And they'll just sit there because, you know, they're not allowed onto any of their electronics by 7. So they'll just sit there staring at the scene. And it's like, read a book, do something. Just don't hop on your iPad. Yeah. Let's keep moving on. We're talking non-parents just don't understand. Uh, this one from Who Even Cares says, We took our baby to a wedding when she was two months old, and they had a place setting at the table for her, complete with a full set of metal cutlery and a high chair. <laughs> Yeah, two months old. Uh, if they can use that metal cutlery, good for them, because uh, they're they're well ahead of the competition at that point. Absolutely. <laughs> Moving on from Pokey Kenjin. Okay. Ah, oh, Pokey Kenjin, he's my friend. Pokey Kenjin, good doing it. Pokey Kenjin says, "When I was pregnant, I couldn't sleep well because every position was uncomfortable." Well, my friend said, "You probably can't wait to give birth so you can catch up on some sleep." <laughs> I got bad news for you. You get even less sleep uh, after the baby comes. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, from what I hear from everybody, it's uh, you're up a lot. There's a lot of uh, a lot of fights between couples sometimes because it's like, whose turn to get up? Is it your turn or my turn? Oh, a lot of late nights. I mean, I, I remember going in, rocking the kids back to sleep, putting them in the crib, tiptoeing out, and then you hit that one board in the floor that goes... Waking them back up and having to do it all over again. Yep, you're like, ugh. Yep. So close. Yep. So close. Not a whole lot of sleep then. Let's keep moving on. We're talking non-parents just don't understand. This from from Chapinow says, I foolishly thought I'd have all this free time during maternity leave, and I actually suggested to my husband that it would be the perfect time for us to get a puppy because I'd have time to train it. <laughs> <laughs> that's almost the same as having kids i mean twins i mean obviously it's kids but you know taking care of two living beings at once you know puppies require a lot of attention yeah it is amazing to see a lot of people some i know and they're just like i'm gonna get a puppy because puppies are great they're cute they're cuddly they're fun and then they go and they're like i can't travel because it costs too much to board them and and now they're sick and we don't have pet insurance and yeah it's a big responsibility. I'm away from home for 10 hours a day and they're chewing up everything. You know, it's you got to think about it before you get a puppy. Yeah, you got to be you got to be in a good situation and you have to have a good schedule to uh, pull that off. Exactly. Or a lot of support at least. Yeah. Let's keep moving on. We're talking non-parents just don't understand. This one from Dost123 says, "Recently we were visiting our friends who are child-free by choice and they really love my kid." When they heard my kid was into puzzles, they bought her a 1,000-piece one. She's three years old. <laughs> and it's tough, you know. Uh, if you don't have kids, and even when you do have kids, you don't quite put two and two together on what they're into at a certain period, of, you know, point in their lives or, uh, you know, what they're capable of doing. Uh, you know, I got the boys into Lego really early on, but I have to admit I bought them some sets that were a little beyond their skill because I figured, eh, you know, it's easy enough. They'll figure it out. And, it, and they didn't. No, no. <laughs> it, was, it was like, oh, it's a little harder. Exactly. That's why you got to stick with Duplo, dude. 
<laughs> they're big and they just do whatever with that. Exactly. Make, make that little rabbit thing. Yeah, they have those age ranges on the box for a reason. Uh, you know, the boys were a little bit before those age ranges, but, uh, you know, for the most part, stick with that. Let's keep yeah. moving on. We're talking non-parents just don't understand. Here's a good username, Boba Fett, where MC. Okay. <laughs> when we were working on our baby registry, my husband couldn't understand the need for a stroller saying, I'll just carry the babies. What makes it even funnier is that we were having twins. <laughs> Twins, Basil, twins! A stroller is a godsend. You know, the the carrying uh, crib thing that, you know, you can latch into the, the car seat, all of that. That gets heavy, especially if you're walking around. Just get the stroller, especially the one where that locks in. It, it makes life so much easier. Yeah, I could imagine. Strollers, when we had the nieces and nephews and we went to the Denver Zoo, that, that was a super helpful tool that day. Yeah. Yeah, and it holds your stuff. You know, you can. It's got pockets and compartments and drink holders and cup holders, and, and they're, they're quite great. Right. Let's keep moving what on. Noise. We're talking non-parents just don't understand this. From Creature Coat says, when I went on maternity leave with my third kid, my boss said, "Enjoy your vacation." <laughs> yeah, not a vacation. It's a lot of hard work, and, you know, I think mothers should not only get maternity leave, but should not be guilted when they take it. No, absolutely. Well, I'm, at our, you know, with Costco, they give you, they give the ladies a nice long time off, which is good, so. Nice. Let's keep moving on. Non-parents just don't understand. From Ada Grace 1010 says, I was working from home with a six-month-old, and it was hard trying to have conference calls and entertain her at the same time. Well, my husband said, don't worry, it'll get easier when she's around 12 months, when you can just sit her down for an hour or two with a coloring book. <laughs> Again, not quite understanding what they're capable of at one year old. They don't need a coloring book. They need constant attention. Uh, and, you know, TV goes a long way, but at the same time, you don't want TV to be your babysitter. No. <laughs> it seems to be a lot of people's babysitters. That or the phones. Yes. Yeah. And it's funny because we even did that uh, when we had the boys. You know, we'd go to a restaurant and see, you know, other parents handing their kids their iPhones and be like, we're never going to do that until you have kids and you realize I, I'm i going to lose my mind if I don't hand my iPhone to the kid. It's, it's I'm yeah. going to go nuts. You're like, here you go. Just figure it out. Stay distracted. <laughs> Let's keep moving on. Uh, Non-parents just don't understand. This one, more about pregnancy. It says, when I was pregnant, one day I realized my baby hadn't moved as much as usual. So I told my friend I might need to go get checked. She replied, can't you just tell the baby to move with your mind? <laughs> yeah. It doesn't work that way. You don't have the... Uh, Jedi mind trick. Yeah, yeah. Unless you're Professor X, that, that baby's not moving with your mind. No. No, it's not. Moving on. Non-parents just don't understand. k 37 89 <laughs> said my friends used to hit me up at like seven o'clock at night asking me to come out that night and then they'd be shocked that i couldn't just get someone to watch the baby <laughs> finding babysitters is nearly impossible uh you can't do it on the flying just like we were talking about with the puppies you can't just leave you can't uh you know let them fend for themselves it, it doesn't quite work that way yeah. 
Oh, and then finally, in parents or non-parents just don't understand, says, why can't it say fork? They said, I've had waiters offer to get my infant a kid's meal. That was pretty funny. Yeah, infants, uh, you know, they still don't uh, eat solid foods. Wait a little bit until the uh, time for the kids' meal. And enjoy the free kids' meals when you do get them. Well, folks, that does it for the first hour of this episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. Stay tuned for a long break. Use the bathroom, grab yourself some tea, listen to the news, and we will be back in about seven minutes with our call-in topic of your nerdy obsession. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Laugh it up, fuzzball. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. my hands of this weirdness. Welcome back, folks, to the second hour of this episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Wednesday, March 3rd. We are your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy world. Still joined by my co-host, Mr. Tony Sanfilippo. Tony, you ready for the fastest hour of the day? I sure am, buddy. I'm ready to roll. Always, always. Yep. So uh, as we do at the top of the second hour, this is the interactive portion of the show where we want to hear from you guys, the listeners and watchers on our topic of the day, which is why we give you the Phoenix line. You can chime in 24 hours in advance at 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. You can always head over to our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. That's Christian with a K, Phoenix with an F, radio with an R. Or we're starting to take live callers through the Stereo app. And we're still figuring out things a little bit there, but we will open that up right after the end of this segment so that way you guys can hop on and, uh, you know, we'll get started and hear what your nerdy obsessions are. That is the topic of the day. And uh, the reason we're doing that is because starting next Monday, Phoenix Media, our parent company, our broadcast uh, and distribution channel, is uh, making the switch over to Phoenix Media, the multiverse of pop culture entertainment, where our content will be primarily pop culture related. Everything from video games, comic books, uh, movies, film, TV, anime, cosplay. If it's geeky and nerdy, we'll have it covered. So with that being said, Tony, I don't think I have to guess at what your nerdy obsession is, but uh, why don't you go ahead and tell folks about it? Uh, I could easily just tell you... It's uh, well, it's pretty easy what it is back there. I have many of them, unfortunately. It's not just one, but uh, yeah, the little pop vinyl figures. Um, didn't ever want to get involved with those things. Had no desire to ever have a pop figure in my life. Um, I got one for my birthday years ago. It was Obi Wan Kenobi was the first one I got, and I was like, oh, that's cool. And then I started coming across, and I go, oh, that's cool. Although that's neat. Oh, that's really cool, and now it's it's a thing. Like I, 
I stumbled upon, you can't really see, I gotta learn how to do this. So, uh, right here is, uh, I got like the Avengers and then I got, uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy, my big ass head's in the way. <laughs> um, but they marked them down at Costco, we had like a four pack. And then, the crazy thing is, is that four pack that I bought for five dollars, um, each of those are worth like eighty dollars a piece. Yeah. So, so they're worth so much money. I have, uh, Motley Crue, I got, you can't see them, they're off the they're off the screen uh but nikki six goes for ninety dollars and then all of a sudden i found out they go for a lot of money um my sister shana when she came out uh, this last year um for christmas and she started looking at my pop she goes you have so many of these things i go i know it's ridiculous like they're like gremlins you know mogwais they're they're freaking everywhere they multiply and then i go but they're you know this one's worth this amount of money and then this one's worth this amount she goes wait because I've been getting her sports pop figures for years, like Ben Roethlisberger, Le'Veon Bell, Antonio Brown, all Steelers stuff. Well, the one Ben that I got her was like this Toys R Us limited edition uh, Bumblebee suit one, that, you know, that Bumblebee uniform the Steelers wore. And that's worth 150 bucks. I bought it for like $10 nice. back in the day. Um, so when I showed her that stuff, then she's like, wait. Well, how much is Le'Veon worth? And, how, and so then she saw how much her pops were worth. And then uh, her wife, uh, her fiance, not wife, um, called me and said, hey, you created a monster. And my sister <laughs> went out and was buying every collect, like ones that are worth. And she's like, dude, you got to download the Funko app and you can see how much things are worth. So it turned my sister, who's not geeky nerdy at all. She's very much a hunter, a fisher, outdoors girl, you know. And, uh, you know, with the Funko pop, we're you know we're just like that that that's our geeky thing together now like um she's like hey have you looked at this have you gotten this hey be on the lookout for this or she'll pick up something and be like hey i found you this um like when i was in reno i got joe montana the pop i got two of them i got one for her one for me and then she came across jerry rice and she got jerry rice one for me and we're just gonna swap montana for rice so you know it's just kind of a, a weird geeky thing but uh yeah, that's that's one that's uh, kind of out of control, and and then people get them for me for gifts too, so they get bigger, you know. Like uh, Mike and Lacey were great uh, during Christmas; they got me a uh, a lot more Back to the Future ones. So now that whole section is all Back to the Future, where it started out just as a uh, DeLorean with Marty. They got me, so you know you want to collect an ad around it when you see it. So. That's my geeky, nerdy obsession. And that's the fun thing about Funko Pops is they are licensed with everything. So, uh, you know, if you enjoy sports, if you enjoy movies, if you enjoy certain TV shows, chances are there is a Funko Pop or at least a um, um, a collection of Funko Pops that uh, they've covered it. And, you know, they're typically about 10 bucks a piece, so not overly expensive to buy when they're new. As you mentioned, uh, some of the values on them go up tremendously oh they do um what is it at universal studios it was tough because everything they had there was 22 bucks just your basic stuff you go to walmart and get for nine dollars it's like eh. yeah yeah unless it's an exclusive from there keep your money but folks that's what we are looking for we're talking about your nerdy obsession it could be a collection it could be something you're into but uh you know it's nerdy or geeky to you and you have no shame about it whatsoever you can head over to our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. Chime in there or 
download the stereo app and find us on there and you can talk with us live in this next coming segment where it's all about you guys so don't go anywhere we will be right back and when we come back we're going to be talking your nerdy obsession don't go anywhere Subscription box, yeah, full of exclusive loot, fun surprises delivered to your door every month. Just pick up your favorite geeky genre, daddy. <laughs> From the original Loot Crate, the Loot Crate DX collectible boxes, dude. Cowabunga! To the Loot Gaming video game box. Woohoo! Yeehoo! Browsers! With crits starting as low as $11.99 per month, those are facts just about for all collectors. To get your geek on, head over to phoenixmedia.us forward slash loot crate and claim your exclusive offer. That's f-e-n-i-x media.us forward slash loot crate. Great Scott! Snap into a loot crate, it. Everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. We are smack dab in the middle of the interactive portion of the show where we want to hear from you guys, the listeners and watchers, about our topic of the day. Yes, we're talking your nerdiest obsession. We just heard all about Funko Pops and all of the wonder that they provide. Now, for me, you know, Tony obviously knows this, and we mentioned it earlier in the show during the entertainment report that I grew up a Transformers fan. You know, I was a kid of the 80s and 90s, and uh, later on in life decided to go back and collect all the G1 Transformers that I had as a kid and, and sort of relive that nostalgia. And, uh, you know, I've got them in boxes out in the garage right now, just ready to display them, but I've got more than I have display space. So... That's what we're looking for. We want to find out, you know, what do you obsess about, you know, and it could be, it doesn't have to be pop culture. It doesn't have to be comic books. It doesn't have to be cartoons. You could be a stamp collector. You could be a spoon collector. You could collect Hummels. You could obsess about something. It's just what makes you personally nerdy. Go ahead and head over to our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. Click into the live video there and comment, or you can head over to the Stereo app where we are now taking live calls for your picks for your nerdiest obsessions. Now, before we get to the live calls, Tony, I assume that uh, we had a couple people chime in. We did. Um, and I apologize if there's feedback. I can't, I can't mute the Stereo app on my side. Just so you know. Interesting. You can't turn the volume down manually? Nope. Uh, just so you guys know, yeah, I've, I've turned all the way down. I've got my side piece muted. I've got mute on the phone going. Uh, mute, and I can't <laughs> stop it. So just yeah, right. I apologize if it's on. It's only a little bit of feedback. Yeah, so uh, the uh, I'll try to keep my phone low so I'll look down versus at the screen. Uh, but our friend Stacy said, oh my god, you already know, Star Wars, Marvel, Lord of the Rings, like, anything of that. She's a huge, huge Star Wars fan. 
she collects all kinds all kinds of things star wars and uh marvel especially iron man uh very much into tony stark so um she's she just got a cute little jawa toy uh from star wars which was awesome um so yeah so that's her uh, nerdy obsession and uh, i'm actually just gonna just mute it just by closing the app sorry <laughs> that's okay <laughs> I'll open it back up it's just too much for me um uh for mike and lacy um and bella so bella's uh, collection is uh, nerdy obsession is legos and mario anything mario she's gotta have so. oh and i bet when they released that lego mario all in one her mind was blown yeah so she's she's definitely got all those and uh She's a big collector of that stuff. Um, Lacey likes Legos, Harry Potter, Star Wars, Disney, but she's not really obsessed. She would say she's probably obsessed with Disney, so they okay. do get a lot of Disney stuff. Uh, Mike used to have a baseball and football card obsession until $8 a pack of cards made him grow out of that. Ouch. Now it's mostly Disney. Prime example, um, they are they are listening, but... Uh, they're watching uh, the Epcot special, so um, they have this big thing going on at Epcot. So he's a huge Disney guy. And I know um, I know Mike's also into uh, old video game systems as well. He is. He collects. Uh, he never gets rid of them, which is smart. He's got every video game system since uh, the original Nintendo, and. Uh, <clears throat> That's uh, and he's just it's it's neat because he still has them and it's just like, whereas I always have traded mine off. I'm like ah, new systems coming out, I'll just get rid of mine, you know. And <laughs> I did the I, same. You know, yeah. A lot of the times I wish I didn't do that. Uh, you know, I do have I've kept a lot of the older systems recently, but uh, when you go back to like Dreamcast stuff like that, I didn't keep. <clears throat> but that's a good collection. Excuse me. <laughs> Well, that's what we're talking about today is your nerdiest obsessions could be pop culture, could be non-pop culture, but it's something that is near and dear to your heart. Let's go ahead and give the stereo app thing a try and see if we can connect with somebody. Um, for instance, let's see. We've got Chilled Zero. Chilled, can you hear us okay? Hello. Hey, Chilled, can you hear us okay? Yeah, we can. Awesome. So, I'm leaving <laughs> And we're going to get a few of those where people just chime in. And uh, here we've got Will. Will, how you doing? Boy. GS Bro. How you doing? Hi, Will. Nope. McCree. Hi, GS Bro. Yes, sir. We got Phoenix Media in the building. Where you from and where you at? <laughs> How you doing? So hey, we're man. How's it going? You already know. It sound like y'all double double up over there on that mic. We do, we do. Yeah, this is the Phoenix Media, or sorry, the Christian Phoenix Radio Show, and we're talking about nerdy obsessions. Is there anything that you obsess about that you collect? Anything that uh, you know really sort of uh, you know gets you excited to uh, go shopping? Maybe not. <laughs> well, this is a fun experiment, huh, Tone? <laughs> it's neat. Uh, well, here's one. So we've got Michael Phoenix on the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. Michael, how you doing? Oh, hey, how you doing? 
Good, good. So we are talking nerdiest obsessions, things that you collect, something that uh, you obsess about, uh, anything in your world that uh, you would consider a, a nerdy obsession. Uh, yeah, well, right now I'm pretty obsessed with uh, cryptocurrency and Bitcoin. <laughs> That's a big That's one. That's still. And there's... Absolutely. I mean, there's so many things that uh, can be used for, can be done with it, and uh, so many rabbit holes you can dive down. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's like, you know, good, you know, it's like a good investment, but then I'm also getting into like the use cases of it, which is kind of the more, the more nerdy part, I guess. <laughs> now, do you have a, a site? Yeah, it's pretty cool. Aside from Bitcoin or Ethereum, any of the big ones, is there a, a favorite of yours, especially in its use case? Um, I, I, one of the ones that I that I like is called uh, Cardano, and uh, it's not as well known as uh, Bitcoin and Ethereum, but it's it's like the third biggest one right now, actually. I actually own some Cardano, and, uh, and uh, it's been doing well for me. Yeah, it just it, it's just because it's like um, I guess a lot a lot of people don't like it because it's taken so long to develop. Like you know, a lot of these you know uh, cryptocurrencies and even like internet startups and stuff, they just basically like launch and then figure things out as they go. You know what I mean? Exactly. But uh, it seems like they found their footing, and, uh, you know, cryptocurrency is, is a great rabbit hole to dive down. Michael, we appreciate you jumping on. We're going to move on with our next one. All right. I appreciate it. Have a good day. Thanks, you too. Bye, bud. All right. We've got, uh, well, we're connecting with Christian321, which uh, is quite fitting because this is the Christian Phoenix radio show. Um, though it looks like uh, they're not quite there yet. So we're going to keep moving. Bidding. Yeah, this is a neat experience. It is. So uh, we're talking with Hi, Christian. Sc Scrimmy. Scrimmy, how Scrimmy! you doing? What's happening, Captain? <laughs> so we are talking nerdiest obsessions is there anything that you know it doesn't have to be comic book nerdy but is there something that you collect or something that you know you really enjoy um just sort of obsessing um, about them i collect katana swords you know every that, year that's awesome how many that's do you awesome. have um a lot like 70 no kidding over 70 Wow. Do you display them all, or are they uh, in storage somewhere? Yeah, it's, like, deep in my house. Like, Very cool. Well, we appreciate you jumping on. You know, we're moving on through, uh, folks, just finding out what their nerdy obsessions are. Hopefully you'll follow us and uh, join us again. All right. Take care, Thanks, bro. Grimmy. All right. Let's keep moving on. We are now connected with Waridi. Nope. Waridi! Wario! All right. Uh, Johans, or Jonas? Jonas. Apparently not. My name is Jonas. <laughs> Kurt Furl. How you doing? Hello. How you doing Hello, today? Hello, Kurt. Hello, man. How you guys doing? 
Good, good. Yeah, so, how are you? So we are talking nerdy obsessions. Again, doesn't have to be geeky or anything along those lines, but is there anything that you collect or something that you obsess about that uh, just sort of consumes your life? Oh, um, yeah. I collect, well, I collect action figures. That's awesome. Do you have a favorite action figure line? Well, the majority of my collection is mainly Marvel uh, figures. That's awesome. Uh, Marvel Legends, uh, you go back to Marvel the Marvel Legends, yeah. Oh, very cool. Yeah, we were talking, you know, one of my obsessions was Transformers back in the day, and I collected all of the G1s that uh, I used to have when I was a kid growing up. And, uh, you know, it's fun to le- relive that childhood. Yeah, Transformers are pretty cool. I remember I watched some of the movies when I was younger. Yeah, so much fun. Well, Kurt, we appreciate you jumping on. Hopefully, you'll follow us and join us again later in the future. And uh, yeah, I just sorry. Go ahead. I just gave you a follow. Oh, much appreciated, Kurt. Well, we're gonna Thanks, go Kurt. ahead and end things here for this call-in topic for the day. But uh, in any case, folks, when we come back, and I gotta find the little sound thing. There we go. We're going to be talking what's in a name. So uh, folks, don't go anywhere. We will be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. Now back to the show indeed. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. Now we talk about it a couple times each show. It is the Phoenix Line, our 24-hour day, seven-day a week voicemail line, giving you guys the opportunity to chime in on anything whatsoever including our call-in topic of the day. We just finished up with uh, your nerdiest obsessions, and we were trying out the uh, Stereo app as a new live uh, venue to interact with people. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll get it dialed in, but uh, we had some good interaction there. Oh, lighty, this what my favorite there was uh, Kurt there, this what? He liked Marvel. He was a Marvel legend. All liked him. And it's cool to get uh, viewpoints from all what? over the world. So uh, yeah, it was. What was that one guy? Scribby? Scrimmy. Chibby? Scrimmy. Scrimmy. <laughs> Scrimmy! Hey, you know, collect katana swords. I wouldn't want to, or I would want to be friends with him during an apocalypse. That would be uh, <laughs> pretty awesome. Well, the good thing is this is internet radio, too. So, like, I was just thinking, what if somebody just drops a random F-bomb? Hey, no FCC fines for us, so it's uh, it's yeah, all that's, good. That's a good thing. But uh, I was waiting. I was waiting for some wild thing. I was waiting for someone to say, "I'll collect toenails." <laughs> toenails are my favorite. Some weird. Uh, that would be awesome. You know. That but, was good though. Great segment. Though. Yeah, great segment. Now, if you yeah. do want to chime in on the call and topic twenty four hours in advance, go ahead and give us a call on the Phoenix line at eight five five Phoenix Radio. That's eight five five F E N I X R D O or eight five five. 336-4973 for the alphanumerically impaired. All we ask is that you keep it entertaining. We'll compile those together, put them out in a future show. Tomorrow's call-in topic, and we're continuing our push to the change of format for Phoenix Media to the multiverse of pop culture entertainment. We are talking about the best non-MCU comic book movie. So nothing that exists in the MCU. It could be anything DC. It could be anything Marvel pre- MCU, 
could be Sony's whatever, could be something that is uh, like Kick-Ass or Kingsman, which were both comic books, graphic novels. Hellboy. Hellboy, you know, these are all... Not the reboot, though. No. Not the no. reboot. Hey, for some people, that might be their favorite. But uh, that's what we're going to be talking about tomorrow. So we're looking forward to that. It should, should be fun in this radio app thing. Exactly. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Going to have fun with that. But uh, in this segment, which we're calling What's in a Name... Tony, this one made me think of you because we're talking about people who have saved people in their phones under different names. So we were talking about Parks and Rec earlier, and uh, you were dating a girl that uh, you had lovingly in your phone as Leslie Nope. Leslie Nope, yep. Ironically enough, as weird as it is in the weird universe, uh, it is actually that girl's birthday today. Is it really? It really is. I saw... Uh, you know how it has the birthdays on your Mac or your, well, for me, it's on my Mac. It, since it's tied to Facebook, it's like, you know, so-and-so's birthday is today. Wish them a happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess it is. Boy, it's it's, it's weird when it works out that way. But, uh, yeah. yeah, so we're going to go she through. Might get a, she might get a Leslie Nope gif on her Facebook page today. There you go. There you go. But we're going to run down people who have uh, hilariously saved other people's names in their phones as something different. For instance, let's go ahead and start off with this one. Twitter user John Berger one says, could be worse. One of my identical twins has the other twin in his phone as spare parts. (laughs) (laughs) Which is a great way to look at it, uh, especially if you've got a good sense of humor. That's good, man. (laughs) Uh, Let's keep moving on in uh, what's in a name people who have saved people's names in. Their phone is something different. Twitter user Clark Nova 11 says, I had my wife in my phone as just her first name, so she changed it when she was getting some pictures off of it a few months ago. What did she change it to? Well, love of my life, the magnificent. Oh, look at that. How nice. Yeah. So now the cream of the crop. Now he has to refer to her as such. Let's keep moving on. We're talking about what's in a name. People who have saved their uh, people's names in their phone. Twitter user Matt Culture says, My husband has me as babe. I'm 65. Uh, Apparently she begs to differ with that, but uh, you know what? I'm sure he does it lovingly, right? I would would think so. I would assume it'd be lovingly and caring. (laughs) You would hope. Yeah. Better than this next one. Twitter Adrian Viewing says, I have my husband in my phone as probably Brad, since he's the only one who calls. If it rings, it's probably Brad. Brad. That'd be funny if her husband wasn't Brad and probably Brad started popping up. Right. It's just, it's Brad. Why does Brad keep, uh, why does he keep texting? Here's one that's uh, about as literal as it gets. Twitter user Lisa Wyland. In my daughter's phone, I'm listed as birth giver. Boy, that's that's so thoughtful and... It's yeah. loving. <sighs> Nothing says, I love you, mom, like, thanks, birth giver. Right. Oh, my God! Yeah. <laughs> Here's another one that, uh, you know, again, good sense of humor. Twitter user Gray Finch says, My kid had me as mothership. All right. Mm, drop! <laughs> All right. You know, it makes sense, especially if your kid's a little weird, maybe slightly 
alien in sensibilities, but uh, it's hereditary, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's keep moving on. We're talking what's in a name. People who saved names in their phones as uh, something a little bit different. Here's one with a good sense of humor, especially if somebody else is looking at the phone when they call. Twitter user Steingrabber says, My kid has me listed as the feds. <laughs> that could be a little uh, worrisome if uh, some yeah. somebody's looking at the phone and they see the feds are calling. Hmm. <laughs> oh, and if you think about it, changing the name of somebody, you know, they're in case of emergency person might be difficult to find them every once in a while, especially if somebody else has to use your phone for you. For instance, this one, Mitch McEwen. In grad school, a classmate passed out in a bar, and it took an hour to find his wife in his phone because she was listed as Panda. Oh, Panda. You're so nice. <laughs> you know, at least maybe in parentheses or somewhere on there, put their actual name, but, uh, you know, just little life hacks, if anything. Let's keep moving on. We're talking what's in a name. People who've saved their contacts as something slightly different twitter user if perception says i have this for my wife's iphone name she loves you yeah 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 when i have my headphones in and she texts i get an audio readout that relates to me she loves you yeah 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 says it makes me feel so glad and i could only imagine what that sounds like in the siri voice probably not a whole lot like the beatles yeah 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 Sorry, I was just reading ahead to this next one. My favorite so far, Twitter user Squishmuffin. Squishmuffin! It's Britney, bitch. Ever since a drunk morning in an airport Mexican restaurant, my best friend of 14 years has been in my phone as Cholula Hot Sauce. Then he became an associate professor. Now he is in as Asprof Cholula Hot Sauce. God help me if if I'm ever in an accident and they look up my contacts. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Tony, hot sauce. I'm changing your name to Cholula Hot Sauce in my phone. All right, deal, deal. <laughs> I just thinking I don't have any like uh, I was scrolling through my contacts and everybody's just they've got their regular names like the Leslie Nope's the only random one. <laughs> it might be going worth going through and making a few changes. Uh, you know. I think so. Yeah. Well, I have like my uh, uncle. Steve in there as Steve Uncle Broski. So like when uh, I get a like if I'm wearing my AirPods and I get a text or something, it'll say, "You have a text message from Steve Uncle Browski." It's <laughs> Broski. It's Browski. Browski. <laughs> Uncle Browski. Ah, <laughs> oh, Siri, gotta love her. Browski. Here's one that uh, luckily you didn't change Leslie Nope to this name. Twitter user Light Eyed Latina says, Needless to say, we're getting divorced. Has her ex in as evil sociopath? Ooh. I actually have my ex wife, she's still in my contacts as the nameless one. Ah, see? It's a picture, and it's a picture of the Grim Reaper. <laughs> I, I, think, I think it is. I think that's what I felt like eight years ago, but she's. She's still in there, and her number is her phone number is only like two digits different than mine, so it's not like I forget it. Right, <laughs> still fun I to mean, play if, with though. If it's still even her number, like I don't even know if it is. So, 
I have no idea. Well, don't accidentally <laughs> butt-dial her at some point. Uh, no, I won't be doing that, but nameless one. Awesome. Uh, this next one could get somebody potentially in trouble. From Twitter user Roman Linskoff says, My second husband has the first same first name as my first husband. They are listed in my phone contacts as Peter1 and Peter2. That is good. Ooh. If you guys are watching, you can kind of see that there's the Grim Reaper, the nameless one. <laughs> so you know like it really exists i wasn't just cracking jokes that uh, that's how she's in my phone <laughs> and then finally with what's in a name people have saved contacts in their phones is something slightly different you have craw crenshaw says reminds me when my sister borrowed my phone for a second a few years ago and changed her contact name it's still the same since lovingly titled the awesomeness your supreme overlord Ooh, I like it. I like it too. Well, folks, we are headed into the final segment of the show. That means it's time for this day in history. Don't go anywhere. We will be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. We made it to the final segment of this episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. Now, if you missed a portion of the show, you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, it's easy enough to do so. Head over to phoenixmedia.us, click on the show's link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there, you can get video, you can get audio as well, or head over to wherever you get podcasts. Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, Doozer, Dozer, Geezer, Gozer. Are you a god? Oh, I almost messed that up. No! No! <laughs> <laughs> You're not funny. <laughs> uh, doomed us all. While you're there, be sure to subscribe. That way you always have the latest episode. Leave a review. Let us know what you think. And tell your friends. Because why, Tony? Sharing is caring. I always try to find a different one to get your reaction. I try not to do the same one. But I actually almost screwed that up because I had it on mute. And I'm dealing with two mice. You know, I've got my Apple and then my other one. And it's like, oh, crap, brain controlled the wrong one juggling over there yeah well, you're in, not funny <laughs> in any case uh we are in the final segment this is what we like to do in this segment is drop a little knowledge on you and hopefully make you laugh at the same time it is time for this day in history crossing the globe for the stories that turn the world on its head this day in history with your correspondent on the beat christian phoenix thanks siri all right That's let's you that's crazy let's go ahead and kick off this day in history this day in 1575, Indian Mughal Emperor Akbar defeats Bengali army at the Battle of Turkaroy. It's a trap! As he famously it's said. A trap. Akbar! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, can't, I can't say Akbar and not think of Admiral. Right, and you can't do it without doing the uh, soundbite of that, too. So. <laughs> exactly. It's a Moved on this day in 1627, Dutch privateer Piet Hain attacks and conquers 22 Portuguese ships in the Bay of Salvador, Brazil. I guess he was a pirate before uh, pirates were pirates. He looks like Francis from Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Totally. Hey, Pee-wee, hey, Pee you're going to have to give me that fancy bike. 
I'm not gonna give you my bike, Francis. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Pee Wee. I know you are, but what am I? <laughs> <laughs> it's radio theater with Tony Sanfilippo. Yeah, the Pee Wee's on point today. Yeah, it is. Hey, Pee Wee. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep moving on this day in 1861. Alexander II of Russia signs the Emancipation Manifesto, freeing the serfs and granting them the full rights of free citizenship. Ooh. <laughs> Good for really you. Much for that. Good for you. <laughs> Let's move on this day in 1863. The U.S. Congress authorizes a track width of four feet, eight and a half inches for the Union Pacific Railroad. Seems like a very non-specific width you know just round yeah. it up to four feet eight inches or four feet nine yeah. inches what, what's with the half four inch feet, eight inches and a half that's almost like the harry potter nine and three fourths thing right, right. <laughs> okay but they don't go into a, a magical realm if uh if they miss that that length so yeah yep yeah. you got to be right on there thanks doctorate like, he looks like surprised in that picture. <laughs> he totally does. Four eights and a half. <laughs> Let's move on this day in 1863. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln approves the charter for the National Academy of Sciences. Good for you. Good, Abe. Why does Abraham Lincoln look the same in all his photos, pretty much? It's always the same stoic face. Maybe it's just the same photo over and over and over I mean, again. It, it could be. It could be. The funny thing is, I would Im- I would imagine there wasn't photos weren't like as easy accessible back then. I no, think. no, not so much. Have you seen the pictures of him without a beard? It is off-putting. It's very strange. Yeah, no, I I, I don't know if I want to Google that, <laughs> but I, but I will Google because I got to see now. There you go. Well, while you're doing that, let's move on. This day in 1887, Ann Sullivan begins teaching six-year-old blind, deaf Helen Keller. And uh, talk about a monumental task to try and figure out how to communicate with somebody who's both blind and deaf, and of course mute as a result. And uh, they figured it out. I like that they put the little graduation cap on her. I've never seen that photo of her. I haven't either. It's different. It's not a very appealing photo, but uh, nonetheless, you know. I always think with the Helen Keller, it's uh, an Anne Frank thing. <laughs> I think of that Clerks 2 joke. Oh. You know, when Dante and Randall go back and forth because he thought, like, Anne Frank was Helen Keller. <laughs> God, Clerks 2 was so great. I wish it wasn't owned by the Weinstein Company, man, because you just can't get that movie on uh, streaming services. It's no, you have so to buy great. a physical disc of it. Yeah, it is such a good movie. So, so good. Well, let's move on. This day in 1899, George Dewey becomes the first in the U.S. to hold the rank of Admiral of the Navy. Again, dude, that, that guy, that guy's got a badass mustache. Yeah, he does. And guess what? It's like it's like Colonel Mustard. No, he's an admiral. It's a crap. Ah! Like admiral. George Dewey. <laughs> Speaking so of badass mustaches, this day in 1904, Emperor oh, Wilhelm yeah. II of Germany becomes the first person to make a sound recording of a political document using Thomason Thomas Edison cylinder, and he's got that thing like dialed up it's uh salvador dolly esque <laughs> it's like a cartoon if he's falling you know the cartoons with little mustaches and stuff go up <laughs> <laughs> looks like i am the king of russia 
We gotta bring that style back, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's move on this day in 1910. The Rockefeller Foundation, John D. Rockefeller Jr. announces his retirement from managing his businesses so that he can be devoted full-time to being a philanthropist. I mean, if you've got so much money that you can retire from business and just do good stuff, by all means, do it. Yeah, that's good. It, I assume this is where, like, Rockefeller Center is named after his Absolutely. family. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, I would assume so. That's not a common name. No. It's a pretty synonymous. Yep. Let's keep moving on. This day in 1913, a women's suffrage procession through Washington, D.C., organized by Alice Paul and Lucy Burns and led by Inez Milholland. Ida B. Wells marched with her Illinois delegation, despite blacks being told to march in a separate section. Of course, uh, women's suffrage led to women's right to vote. And, uh, you know, a lot of people don't realize that. Have you ever seen the uh, Jimmy Kimmel uh, man on the street where uh, he's trying to end women's suffrage? And uh, people are like, sign me up for that, because they don't realize what it actually is. <laughs> no, but it doesn't surprise me. I've seen other things where he's gone to get people to sign things, and they don't know what the hell they're signing. Yeah, yeah. Just goes to show people, for the most part, are pretty dense. I'm on TV? Yeah, sign me up. I don't, I don't even know what I'm signing. Moving on this day in 1934, John Dillinger breaks out of jail using a wooden pistol. Hopefully he had an escape plan before uh, he went in. I got a wooden pistol, see? Melvin Purvis, you're not going to put me away. Look at this badass bug. I'm just... I look like the Grinch. Gangster John Dillinger, see? My wooden pistol. His name is Woody. He just doesn't care. Blank. <laughs> Moving on this day, wow. 1955, Elvis Presley makes his first TV appearance on a broadcast of a radio show, Louisiana Hayride. Oh, good old Louisiana Hayride. Oh, the fond memories. Elvis. I'm using the radio app. I'm calling the Christian Phoenix hotline. My favorite, my favorite appearance of all time was Louisiana Hayride. See, I had this little shaking, shaking shimmy thing here, right? And I was on Louisiana Hayride. And it, it was my first time ever. And now I'm here on the Christian Phoenix radio show. Uh-huh. Hey, your impression keeps getting a little bit better each time. They're a little so. better. It's still pretty crappy. <laughs> Moving on this day, 1975, Linda McCartney is charged in the U.S. with possession of marijuana. <gasps> what, a, what a, what a, what a devil. Throw, throw stones at her. <laughs> uh, it, it's amazing how far we've come. Moving on this day in 1985, Moonlighting with Sybil Shepard and Bruce Willis premieres on ABC TV in the U.S. And it's hard to believe that uh, Bruce Willis used to be a sitcom star, of all things. With with hair. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get together. One of a few guys. <laughs> and then finally, on this day in history, this day in 1986, Master of Puppets, the third studio album by American heavy metal band Metallica is released. Arguably their best album, at least in my <clears throat> opinion. Dude, it's fantastic. My only qualm with the photo is they show a picture of one of our favorite bassists, Jason Newstead, who's not in the band at that time. Nor anymore. Burton's last, yeah. And you can see it right above my head. We go right there. There's Master of Puppets right there on the wall. <laughs> exactly. Fantastic. Well, folks, before we close out the show, we like to run down some of today's holidays and let you know what's going on today. Holiday. Where we talk about the things that... Well, we like to celebrate, for instance... Today is to start a bird. National 33 Flavors Day. Mm, Apparently 31 is not enough. Nope, you gotta have two extra. Exactly. It is Canadian Bacon Day, or also known as ham. 
Right. It's the same. It's, I want you to be happy day. I want you to be happy every day. Yeah. It is. That's why we do this show, right? Yep. National Anthem Day. Let's go ahead and sing that National Anthem. It is National Desk Fast Day. Couldn't even begin to tell you what that's about. It is National Cold Cuts Day. Grab yourself mm, some salami. It is National Mold Wine Day. I don't know the difference between mold wine or different wine, but okay. It is, is it moldy wine? No, mold. M-U-L-L-E-D. Oh, okay. It is not National Moscow Mule Day. Hell yeah. It is Peach Blossom Day. It is National Soup It Forward Day. Whatever that means. It is Talk in the Third Person Day. It is Stop Bad Service Day. It is What If Cats and Dogs Had Opposable Thumbs Day. Okay. It is TB303 Appreciation Day. There's some weird stuff in there. Folks, that does it for today's show. We will be back tomorrow with a brand new episode and Florida Man. Enjoy your day, everybody. Tony out. Peace. Thank <laughs> you.